Hey guys, welcome back to another episode welcome of back. Drugs at the Dinner Table, where I talk with my father um, about everything. We're going to talk about the election today. Yes. Oh, and I'm 16, by the way. <laughs> and I'm an old man who has a 16-year-old daughter and a 9-year-old. So, um, yeah, just some good conversation here. But firstly, what are we going to talk about? Good. Um, we hit a hundred downloads. I know a hundred was pretty exciting. It's yes. it's interesting to see how this idea came about, and now people are listening. I don't know, even just like a hundred downloads is kind of shocking. Yeah. We celebrated with some Halo Top ice cream, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we're gonna keep this going. It's fun to talk. Uh, we're having a good time, and um, yeah, we'll just keep it going. So, tell me about Deaf You. How much do you love that show? So, I am obsessed with (laughs) sign language and ASL. So, when my dad told me about this show, I was very excited to watch. And now that I have been watching it and seeing how closely... Like, just getting an affirmation from what my teacher has told me that's now coming from actual deaf people yeah. is kind of cool. And my dad has learned some some signs, uh, mostly bad words, but... <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm, I've learned too many bad words. I might have been at work and did... Well, I ain't going to do it, but anyways... Might have, might have did a bad sign uh, while I was sitting there at work just because I thought about you and it made me laugh. And so now I just greet my daughter with bad words and sign language. And I know that makes me a terrible father, but uh, it's just what we do. It's cool. Like, relax. It's all right. But it's on Netflix for you guys that have not seen it. Uh, Deaf You. They're only like 20-minute episodes. I wish they were a little longer. At least they were at least 30 minutes. But... They've been entertaining thus far. We'll finish the season probably in the next day or two and um, just keep enjoying that. So shout out to Netflix for that creative idea, a reality show around um, deaf people. It's interesting. I had no idea. I love it. (sighs) Yeah. Uh, What else is going on? Anything personally or school's good? Um, Yeah. We just started the, the second nine weeks. Um, I don't know. You had a scare the first nine weeks. almost <laughs> yeah. had to give her a whoop and had to pull my belt off. She failed a class, but she didn't fail. And so nope. we were celebrating about that. Yep. <laughs> Happiest moment of my life. I've never failed a class. Like yeah. straight up failed a class. Uh-huh. And that was awful. Yeah. Because it, it was my fault, but it also, there were multiple days where the the stuff was locked and I couldn't do anything. Yeah. So. But it was locked because you should have already done it by that point. No. Oh, okay. We, we're going to go with that. <laughs> no, it was <laughs> locked because either, like, my teacher had to, like, let me go to the next one. Like, mm-hmm. they had to review what I had put so that I could go to the next one. Yeah. The school days when I was in school, uh, we actually had real homework. We had real papers that we had to take home and bring back 
even if our dog ate it, we bring it back. And now you just everything's online. You can do you, you can look so far ahead and you can look behind like it's I don't know. It, my nerdy self, if I'd have known that, I was so bored with school. It, was, it, it moved a little slowly. So if I had the opportunity to progress and go forward ahead of everybody, I'm slightly competitive. I might have done it. But anyways. So we're just like, what, 13 days away from the national election. Election is going on right now. Early voting in Texas here is um, until the 30th. We have to early vote. And so everything's about politics right now. Everything is about Trump versus Biden, Kamala Harris versus Senator Pence, our vice president Pence, excuse me. Uh, yeah, she's the senator. Yeah, she's the senator. Uh, your boy is a former senator. Was he a senator or governor? Don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> I know he had a fly on his head. So Micaiah had to watch the vice presidential debate today. Yeah, I I started it yesterday, but mm-hmm. I had to watch the rest of it today. What was your initial impression of the whole thing? Just kind of glo- just an overall. What do you think? Yeah, there was a lot of um, just dodging the question. Nobody answered anything <laughs> in the question. <laughs> they just tried to downplay the other person's morals or whatever to make themselves look better. Yeah. And they didn't even speak of what they would do to make the country better. It was... It was just crazy. Yeah, it wasn't so much, hey, believe in me. It's just, let me tell you how bad this person is. You know what I mean? The what ifs, if this person gets elected or is, you know, subsequently reelected, it's like, what what do you stand on? You know what I mean? Man, I felt a Hamilton reference coming on there. But anyways, uh, it's a, you know, boosting yourself up by stepping on the next man. And that's a that's a gross way to do politics. Yeah. But that's the day that we're in. I don't know that necessarily Trump brought that with him in 2015, 2016, but he definitely has it be a mainstay right now. Like just a step on the next man to make yourself look bigger instead of just saying what you're capable of doing and what you will do. And so it's kind of disappointing. You know, that's it. What is your, you're 16, you can't vote, you don't have a voice um, <laughs> yet. You can only, what what those, um, you can't vote is what I'm saying. Not that you don't have a voice. You can definitely, you know, there's high schoolers marching on Washington and all that stuff, which is, that's but they're marching for a different thing. Uh your current circumstance, your current ideology, what direction do you see the country going? Up, down? Are you worried? Are you optimistic? Are you pessimistic? What do you feel? So do you want me to name names? Oh, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Spill the tea. Let me go on and get my cup. (laughs) So I am scared. (laughs) Yeah, that's real. Because I don't feel like there is a good choice. I feel like, I don't know, just listening to the debate, Kamala, what mm-hmm. happened to her name? Kamala is, yeah. 
I don't know. We're going to go with that. Senator Harris. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely had the easier way of speaking because she had all this list of stuff that she could target mm-hmm. and um, Mike Pence he's just sitting there like yeah all this stuff did happen but, <laughs> but. <laughs> we're going to change from the ways that have already been <clears throat> happening from my decisions to do something else and it's just really really interesting but I don't know. I haven't listened to the actual candidates speak. But I know enough about Trump's leadership to know that he is not a good main voice for our country and for our people. Um, so that's why you should register to vote. But <laughs> yeah. That's interesting that you can see that from where you sit. Um I saw a meme yesterday that said uh, Biden could shoot me in the middle of the street on Fifth Avenue and I would still vote for him. Mm-hmm. It's like that's how desperate people feel in this time. Uh, you have the desperate portion on that side of the fence. I'm not even going to say left or right. You just have the desperate portion of people who want to see this current administration removed being public Democrat or Republican. They just see the the toxic nature of it. And then you have those on the other side who don't view it as toxic, who view it as very, um, maybe not progressive in um, society type ideology, but progressive in econ- ec- economics and their livelihood. They're progressive, you know, war with China or trade wars with China, et cetera, et cetera, the economy, you know. The stock market is at an all-time high, that kind of thing. They see their money increasing. They see a lot of things being good. And they're like, I want to keep this up for at least four more years. So, and you have a president who speaks to you to only one side. He speaks to this side and he completely like craps on the other side, even though he is the leader of both sides. And it's so divisive and it's like uncomfortable. Do you feel that uncomfortable, that tension? I do. I I don't know. I am going to give an analogy. Yeah. <laughs> so if Trump sends out a tweet and he's like, on Halloween, everybody is going to give out Kit Kats and nobody can give out anything else other than Kit Kats. But then everybody on one side is tweeting him back. I don't know how you communicate with that <laughs> She's not on social media. And, and they're like, but we want Swedish fish. And and then the other people on the other side are like, we want um, fruit snacks. And since he likes these people that like fruit snacks, we all get fruit snacks. Yeah. And nobody likes fruit snacks. Yeah. <laughs> Only a select few. Yeah. And so, because he's he's definitely that celebrity, that always needing to be liked person in the room. And it works in some situations. And then this current situation, I personally don't feel it's working, but um, that's why we have a vote. That's why we get the chance to vote. And, you know, that's where that's where the voice is heard. We're just 
chatting about it now just to kind of air it out. It's all good. Uh, do you look forward in the next election? You'll be old enough to vote. Do you think that you will vote? I it's definitely will. Mm-hmm. Because not only am I African American and we had to fight for our vote, but I'm also a woman and we had, had to, to fight, fight for, for our vote. vote. So <laughs> if I go against these people that stood behind me, that that's like crapping on history. Like That's real talk. Yeah. And uh, also if I don't vote, I don't have a say and then yeah. I'm just another citizen. For sure. I think that we also need to encourage more local activism, more local consciousness in regards to the president is the only isn't the only person on the ballot. You know what I mean? Uh, we vote for our senator, our Congress representation. We vote for mayors. We vote for uh, bonds and different different elections that are going on in the city. Also, we got to start educating ourselves and building the city up from, you know, just go from the bottom up the ballot. Um, you know what's important here. Oh, we don't like how such and such is being how, how criminal justice uh, is going on right now. You know what? We can we elect judges around here. We don't like the fact that this judge gives out these harsh sentences to these people or for these particular crimes when we don't think that they deem necessary. Let's vote him out. He is a he's an elected official. And so uh, I went to jury, not jury duty, but um, I was in, I was doing a criminal justice class one time and I had to sit in on a on a jury uh, on, on a case. And it was just a simple um like speeding ticket case. It wasn't anything major. This this lady was refuting her ticket. Uh, she had a jury of her peers to listen to her argument, and coincidentally, she got off. Um, but I remember the judge. He was very he he was very removed from the situation. He we talked. I was talking with him personally in his chambers, and he was just like, "It doesn't matter to me which way this goes. This is to the people. She wanted she wanted a trial." So she gets the trial and, and her peers to judge what the evidence is. And then secondly, I was like, well, what if, you know, we all jury duty is something that, you know, some people love, some people hate. I said, what do you do for people who don't show up to jury duty? He was like, nothing. He's like, I'm an elected official. What would it look like for me to go after my constituents in regards to them not showing up? But I just thought that was interesting. That always stuck with me. That was like, 10 plus years ago. Oh my God. That was so long ago. Man, I feel like an old man. You are. But <laughs> it's all good. I thought it was interesting. You were talking about fighting for rights. Did you know in 1776 that only people who owned land could vote? Is that not crazy? That makes sense. It does make sense. Because black people couldn't own land. Nope. <laughs> so. You had um, all of these slave owners and people who owned land that owned people who tended to the land, and they voted. And George Washington was voted in with only 6% of the population voting. Not saying he shouldn't have been president, because obviously he led our country into uh, independence and things like that. He fought for that right, literally. And so I thought that was interesting, that, but only people who uh, owned land 
1790, uh, the naturalization law passed, and it explicitly states that only free white immigrants can become naturalized citizens. So, those people who were coming over from overseas are like, oh, you're white and you're nobody owns you, you can become an American. You know what I mean? Like, and now you have the right to own land, and you subsequently will have the right to vote and choose the direction of this country. You're trying to wait. You're trying to hear when women come into this, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, there were some more things that I wrote down. Uh, so in 1856, the vote expanded to all white men. So North Carolina is the last state to remove property ownership as requirements to vote. North Carolina, the last. In. Nobody thinks about North Carolina. <sighs> Yeah, they were the last people. North Carolina got into a bunch of issues just like a few years ago with the whole bathroom thing where um, they didn't want to identify like gender neutral bathrooms, like just a family bathroom. Jeez, just put a who cares where you go to the toilet? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they didn't want to recognize that. And so like all of these sports leagues, all these events were avoiding North Carolina and they eventually got on board. Yeah. And now they're doing some things to recover from that. But yeah, nobody's still trying to go to North Carolina yet. Okay, okay. So I know you were waiting to hear about when women vote. Um, so it wasn't until 1920 that women had the right to vote. So before then, only your husband could vote if he was a white man. Um, and they did away with the land ownership thing. But you know, 1915, you had to say, uh, husband, uh, can you please vote for, vote for Burr? <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about that? Well, what if that was still the case today mm-hmm. and you had to go through a man to vote? That would be just crazy to me. Like, what if your husband or the guy that you're trying to get to vote some type of way either doesn't agree or doesn't want to vote? Like, yeah. And just think about the relationships back then. Like, if if you had to go through your husband to do everything, then what voice do you have? Your voice is only probably it. Probably you probably don't even have a voice in your house. But we've progressed since then, <laughs> thankfully. A little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> so in 1965, uh, the grassroots movement forces change to the law, and we get the Voting Rights Act. Voting Rights Act passed. That was tough to say, but uh, it forbids states from imposing discriminatory discriminatory restrictions on who can vote, and provides a mechanism for federal government to enforce its provisions. So before. The states decided who could vote, who couldn't vote. There was no reg- there was no federal standard. And then as the years progressed, there became a, a, a more national standard. But the states still hold ultimate right as to who can vote, who can't. And of course, a lot of states was like, nah, man, y'all black people can't vote. Y'all can't do this. Or they said you could vote, but they would be discriminatory. They they levy taxes on that vote. Poor people. You know what I mean? They're, they're former slaves. They, they don't have money to to pay to vote 
uh, or you had to be sponsored by someone who could vote and who could vote all the white people who's going to sponsor uh, a black person to vote they're not going to be the one you know what I mean nobody wants to be the one yeah. so a lot of stuff went down uh, one thing I think is interesting is like in the south felons still can't vote they have served their time in prison they've gotten out they're not even like parolees they've served their time and they still can't vote largely amongst the south what do you think about that 2020 yeah it wasn't until like early 2000s that they passed some laws where felons could vote i think in i want to say it's california that they can vote but largely across the south in texas that's negative florida negative isn't that like georgia nope you can't once you have a felony on your record you have lost your voice in the direction that the country goes and the look on her face is priceless but the reason or this might have played into it okay they think that black people commit crimes so then they're like if the fellas yeah. can't vote then we get less black people voting it's another layer of racial discrimination that's an interesting way to look at it yeah that's crazy yeah so in the in the 70s and the 80s you get the war on drugs you do you increase police uh, enforcement, uh, criminal enforcement in the poverty, black communities, thus increasing the number of, quote, felons, unfortunately, cause just because they're over-policed. It, it all isn't, cr it's crazy how all this ties into each other. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And they're trying to tell us that slavery does not affect 2020. I've had many conversations over the summer in regards to, I've had a handful of people tell me that it does not affect it. This directly ties into one, one section of the population feeling entitled over another. And it's so unfortunate. But anyways. It's crazy. It is. So on, on my gram today, um, I posted a on question. On your what? Instagram. Let me act like, <laughs> me act like you don't know me. You trying to be a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> so my question today was, um, how does it make you feel to be able to vote or even to abstain from voting? You have the right to vote and you have the right to not vote. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I don't care who you vote for. And I just asked people to describe it. One person said responsible. That's a, that absolutely like you're responsible for shaping today. Like you were talking about earlier from people in the past and we're setting the table for the future. I am responsible. I am responsible for setting the table. Another person said empowered and it happened to be a black woman. So do you, is there a time, do you, are there things that you have voted for? In school? We actually voted for the president. Um, I think... In 2016 or what? 2012? I think it was 2012. I know you voted for Obama. I did. <laughs> but it was crazy to hear what other people said. We also voted... Um, 2016 too and I remember 
hearing people say that they voted for Trump and just being amazed that people couldn't see all of these crazy things that he believed in or that he didn't believe in. Or that he did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the the character of the man. Um, and then you want to put him to the highest position in the country. Yeah. And us being middle schoolers. Yeah. And having all already knowing, oh, I want to vote for this person. That just tells you how much your parents influence what you think. Yeah. Because no, no seventh grader is sitting in at home watching the debate, or maybe they are, <laughs> but they can't comprehend it enough to be like, yeah, I like this person or this person. Yeah. I'm with you because I'm sure that, I mean, when I speak around you, um, I may share my opinion, but I always tell you, think for yourself. Always, when you tell me stuff's going on in school, all that stuff, I don't want to hear you regurgitate things that you've learned. I want to hear what you thought about it. Could you think for yourself? So I'm sure I have influenced you, of course, just the nature of the beast um, in regards to your voting or the way you think about things. But in 2012, tell me about that experience, if you can remember voting at school and what that felt like. Um, I don't know. I was still in elementary school, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have been nine, so fourth grade. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and actually, <laughs> there was an other button, and I put somebody random. Somebody famous. Oh, Lord. You voted for Kanye West way back in 2012. I think I actually put Beyonce. <laughs> and I remember in 2012, not 2012, 2016, people voted for Harambe. <laughs> because we did not care. Harambe. That's like, funny. We had no business voting. Yeah. Thus... Why we have at least an age of eighteen on uh, the voting, so yeah, so nobody votes for Harambe. What about in twenty sixteen? You're saying in school and people voting, people hearing people say they voted for Donald Trump. What that make you feel? Did you feel? Did, did you honestly feel discriminated against? Did it make you look at people a different way? It did because these people were my friends. Yeah, and even though I know that these people are nice to me and if they didn't like me they wouldn't talk to me because I am black and this wouldn't initiate them being racist or yeah. something like that but it did make me think that something up in their heads is making them think some type of way about me for sure and about other minorities there's not just black people Yeah, there are other minorities that have been discriminated against just in the presidency of Donald Trump. Is that a word? Yeah, that works. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I agree with you, though. And the, and the fact that this election season is coming up and I, and I was on Facebook and I had to delete my Facebook because I just couldn't interact anymore with people whom I knew and knew personally, like on a, on a personal level, on a close level, and hear you defend someone so staunchly. It, I was offended and I found myself getting into conversations that I didn't need to get into. So I was like, instead of just getting in these conversations, let me just 
avoid all this. I will speak with this person face to face. And I mean, in, in whatever, not necessarily about the election, but just continue to love and treat this person with respect. Uh, but real talk, all the while knowing that you're OK with the debacle that has gone on for the past few years. And that's it's hurtful. But I mean, it's the world we live in. I'm grateful everybody doesn't agree. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm grateful there's not, you know, 300 million me in this world because we need diverse ideas we need different points of views and different opinions but man when those people are close to you and they have such an opinion and entitlement it's it's troubling it's yeah. hard so lastly real quick one another response i got which i thought was great was she said as an immigrant i feel honored and like I feel honored and like a true American. It's a privilege that I take very seriously. This is a person who was born in Haiti, naturalized uh, American citizen um, just less than 10 years ago and now have the right to vote in America, a country that took her in, loved her and has given them the world. So uh, that's kind of cool to see. You know what I mean? Everybody's got their own reason for voting and for not for voting, not to vote. And so... I'm always interested in those things, but it's cool. All right, so who are you voting for, even though you can't vote? I, well, this year I might vote for... Um, Kanye's on the ticket. I'm thinking about, let's see, who's good? Maybe Billie Eilish, yeah. <laughs> Such a fan. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, guys, so I just got one question as we exit off, just a nice little fun exit question at the end of all this so complete the sentence i wish everyone could blank my gosh do i have to give only one thing okay give two things okay. i wish everyone could blank i wish everyone could be healthy and have a nice warm meal to come home to <laughs> oh man you went real like soft and meaningful on that yeah oh i wish i also wish everybody could eat halo top <laughs> it's cool all right thanks for sticking around with us uh our little chat about the election i hope you guys do get out and vote and make your voice heard uh and it doesn't matter who you vote for it's that's that's the beauty of voting you get out and you cast your ballot you share your voice and let that be that see where the chips fall so uh, we're going to record again here very soon, but this has been fun. Any final thoughts to take us out? Yeah, um, make sure you vote, you guys. Make sure you're registered. Even if your state is red or blue, and it's always been red or blue, your vote matters, and you might sway that that color one way or another just with your vote. Yeah. All right, Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.